This is Billy Carson with ForbiddenKnowledge.tv. Forbidden Knowledge TV has just reached its one-year anniversary. That's right, one year. And as a show of appreciation, we are giving all new subscribers a free 30-day trial of ForbiddenKnowledge.tv. That's 30 days to binge watch thousands of movies, documentaries, conferences, workshops, lectures, yoga classes, meditation courses, and so much more. So log on to ForbiddenKnowledge.tv from your computer or mobile device or get the Forbidden Knowledge TV app on Apple TV, Roku, Amazon, iTunes, or Google Play today and use coupon code 30DAYSFREE. That's coupon code 30 days free on ForbiddenKnowledge.tv today. You are watching Forbidden Knowledge TV. Hi, and welcome to another episode of Forbidden Knowledge Podcast. My name is Billy Carson. Today, my guest is Kensington Cross. He's born in the city of Los Angeles in Compton, California. Cass, as he's well-known, is a musician, singer-songwriter, and his style uses a blend of alternative R&B and trap with pop undertones. His ability to bend and blend genres is absolutely amazing. Cass has spent the last couple of years developing and working with artists like Danny Lay, writing hits for Tiana Taylor, Chris Brown, Ty, Rick Ross, Dance, Janet Jackson, and many others. Not to mention that he's also going to branch out on his own and become an artist himself, again, singing and bringing out some brand new content to the music industry. Without further ado, welcome Kensington Cross, also known as Kess Cross. So welcome to the show, Kensington Cross. How you doing, man? Yeah, I'm really good. I'm really, really good, man. All right, just, all right. Uh, just just kind of had a long night working or whatever, studio yeah. stuff, but um, I'm great. Yeah. Though. Oh, man. In, in good spirits. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I've been seeing you uh, on social media now for a very long time. You've been following mm-hmm. my account, Forbidden Knowledge, for, for years, really. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, for sure. And what's interesting is, you know, I've kind of almost feel like I almost kind of watched you grow up, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know? And uh, I've seen you with so many different artists. Like, what exactly do you do with these artists? Like, what are you doing? Okay, so for me, like, a lot of times I develop artists. Uh, I, I kind of take them from a space of yeah. trying to recognize their 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 life patterns. I, mm. I'm almost kind of a, a, a psychiatrist in that matter, in the sense mm. of, like, a lot of times in, in recording sessions, I'll sit with people and um, mm. Kind of pick their brain on their life circumstances, love life, uh, mm-hmm. the, the mood they're in. Um, if it is a reinvention of themselves mm-hmm. as an artist, 
we kind of come together on figuring out what that means and yeah. how that sounds sonically. So, mm-hmm. um, and also when I write, um, I tend to try to write about things. I try to strategize when it, when it comes to that, because I mean, mm-hmm. I know that with the recording artist uh, comes, you know, it, 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 you, in this day and age, yeah. scrutiny can happen, um, you know, and, and also a song could, could lift and change your, your career trajectory as well. Yeah, so true. for me, um, I, I think of things in, in a psychological space, you know, when, mm-hmm. when it comes to uh, creating music. So, I mean, that's pretty much what I do. I'm a songwriter. Um, I also sing myself, but, um, mm-hmm. you know, I also vocal produce artists as well. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. beautiful. Can you name some of the artists that some of the bigger name artists that you've worked with before or, or you know, been involved? Yeah, uh, um, I worked with Chris Brown. Um, I did uh, this song called Heartbreak on the Full Moon. Mm-hmm. Um, the title track to it was about an album back that he did. Um, I also worked mm-hmm. with Tiana Taylor. I did three on her record. Um, wow. I developed an artist named Danny Lay. Um, mm-hmm. She's pretty popular now. Um, there's been a few few different people, man. Uh, Jonas mm-hmm. Brothers on yeah. the pop side. Uh, Adam Lambert. Mm-hmm. Um, it's always fun to, to, to come into someone, some, someone that kind of has a very already identifiable brand mm-hmm. and then implementing my thing into it and, and, and my perspective as well. So, right, right. No, that's, that's phenomenal. You know, coming from myself and, you know, being in the music, music industry as well, mm-hmm. I understand the work that goes on behind the scenes. It's people just hear that end result, but they don't really know everything that's got to go on behind the scenes mm-hmm. to make that end result occur. Mm-hmm. You know, and so, uh, you know, and that leads me into my next thing, you know, perseverance. Yes. Have you ha- have you gone through in the beginning? Have you gone through any stages of like trials and tribulations, hard times? You know, and how did you get through that? Of course, me, myself, um, you know, I come from I'm born and raised in Compton first. Mm-hmm. And wow. then um, from there, uh, funny enough, short, uh, long story short, um, I was singing in Target on a karaoke machine. Um, as a kid, uh, you know, like they have the kind of set up karaoke machines where you can kind of get on and test them out. Um, I was about maybe 10, 10 or 11. Um, and I snuck off from my mom and sang on a karaoke machine from there. A manager found me and put me in a boy band. And then I kind of, uh, from there, just, it just kind of all kind of spiraled into the next level and the next step and the next step. Mm. And then here I am now. So, so I've been in the industry my entire life. Um, yeah. Yeah, so it's been an experience, man. Right, sure. right. What got you through the rough times or the tough times or times where you didn't feel like continuing to do it or practicing or, or you know, you just wanted to have your childhood and you wanted to go do things? What kept you involved? You know what's funny? Um, I think it was so natural for me to mm. to, to write and to sing that, if, I, if anything, the music, for the, for the beginning part of my life, my, 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 my young childhood, I think the excitement in the music and the excitement in the cultivation of the art is kind of mm-hmm. what kept me, I wouldn't want to say distracted from, 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 from the, the, the harder parts of life, yeah. but it kind of kept me centered. And, and I will say, and Good. I always attribute uh, my life being saved to being in the industry, you right. know, being in music and, 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 and um, being taken out of the hood and, 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 and the tumultuous times or the crazy yeah. times. And, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of times I, I mean, it's, it's all about uh, what you experience uh, yeah. that expands your, your, your vision or your, yeah. your perspective. So for me, um, when I met friends that worked for Disney and, mm-hmm. you know, like, like, like other uh, kid actors and, and whatever that lived in like Hollywood or in the Valley, mm-hmm. I kind of, yeah. you know, spending the night at their parents' house, I, I saw kind of a different way of life. Yeah. And I think that 
trajectory, uh, you know, when, when I kind of measured it against my life and my circumstance, it kind of helped me push forward. Mm, that's um, great, man. But I'd say that that was the beginning part of my life. Uh, mm-hmm. But once you go through the industry, the ups and downs, and then you, you kind of see the politics of it all and, and, yeah. and what it comes with and the complications, um, I found myself uh, not really identifying personally with being a, a, a human being in context mm. to being a product, you know? Wow. And I'll say um, the thing that saved me in that regard was spirituality, mm. to be honest with you. And that's kind of why I even seeked um, you out and, and, and the Forbidden Knowledge uh, channel uh, and yeah. page. That's kind of what led me there because um, the industry, there's so many ups and downs mm-hmm. and there's so many promises and it yeah. can kind of make you question um, your worth in a sense. You know, when, yeah. when you kind of put so much value on on, on, on these accomplishments and, and, and these, mm-hmm. these, these goals and you meet them yeah. and then the business is all over the place. So for me, I had to dig back in to mm-hmm. my humanity. And when I did that, I, I, like I said, I discovered spirituality and, and, and funny enough, it turned around and validated my wow. craft yeah. the other way. It made me realize, um, not to ramble, but it made me realize that yeah, you're good. Um, through music, actually, um, after digging into spirituality and everything, I realized that I kind of, I channel, you know, yeah. ah. I, I, I channel, I channel, uh, when, when creating, um, mm-hmm. I don't use a, a pen or pad. I just mm. kind of like go in the booth and, and I just need kind of like, you know, if, if I'm if I'm the the mechanism that's traveling, I need yeah. a good engineer that's going to catch my vocal or catch the emotion that comes through. And yeah. then the song kind of writes itself through me. So wow. that elevated my perspective on who I am uh, mm. in a whole different way, you know, mm. so. Man, that's powerful. So what it really sounds like to me is what I tell people all the time. You found your passion. <laughs> I did. And so that passion, it just it just melts away all the other problems and issues. Not that they're not there and you have to deal with them, but it makes them a little bit more insignificant because you're focused on the passion. You're following your dreams. You're living mm-hmm. in that passion. And because you're living in it and people need your passion, it, it's monetized. So money shows up in your account and yeah. it doesn't feel like you're doing any work. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean it's so funny how you know you you start to realize that 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 uh, things validate each other, right? Mm-hmm. So like yeah. the the struggle and and all those circumstances come back around, and then you know you end up making music about the pain that other people can relate to as <laughs> yeah. well. So yeah, um, I mean I you know I, you know it's it, it's it's been a journey so far, and I'm looking forward to the future of it, mm-hmm. and, and 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 you know it's all good times at the end of the day, you know. Yeah, no, absolutely, no doubt. You know, with the spiritual aspect, um, you know, a lot of, you know, people of color like myself and, and you um, mm-hmm. have kind of been wrapped up in a more kind of traditional religious system. Mm-hmm. Uh, how easy was it for you to seek that spiritual, that true connection, that one on one connection versus, you know, the, a lot of the dogma that has been uh, kind of programmed into us over the years? It's funny. Um, hmm. My great grandfather's a pastor. Right. Mm. Oh, wow. So um, it, it, it was a, a bit uh, heavy for me to break myself from 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 those, yeah. I, I, I guess, say uh, restrictions, mm-hmm. uh, you know, in, in, in that sense. And, it, and it's, it's funny to witness the, 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 the world, our community uh, kind of freeing ourselves from 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 these these heavy taxing yeah. ideas and, 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 and thought forms. 
Um, right. For me, it, it it was a journey, man, because it was just kind of mm-hmm. like, you know, psychologically, it, it, it runs you to be in, in an industry that, that's built on, I guess, uh, reflecting on the human existence yeah. and writing about it. Mm-hmm. But then living living within the quarters of restriction when it comes to 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 your uh, your religion, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. So for me, I, I I the more I got into spirituality and when when I found it, it, it made me kind of question a lot of mm-hmm. things that I would just believe, you yeah. know. Right. Um, right. So I don't know. I mean, I I think it, it, it's it's. It's it's been a it's been a, a, a taxing thing, but but now I'm in a space of of, of being leveled. I, I think uh, yeah. validating it through some of your teachings, mm-hmm. um, the spirituality aspect of things, and and, yeah. and also doing my own research. Uh, I, I started to lock into uh, the law of attraction before right. uh, before the secret. Funny enough, like kind of yeah. got popular. I was in junior high school studying it, and, and, and you know, and when I when I went into adulthood. I had a lot of the tools and then the popularity came and then I just kind of uh, rolled along with it. But, you know, wow. just just teachings like, you know, Neville Goddard and mm-hmm. um, things like that. And and, and, yeah. and then to find people that are of my same background like you, I think mm-hmm. you, you guys kind of rounded it out. I mean, I know, like you said earlier in the interview, um, I followed you for years. We've been in touch yeah. for years. So, like I said, you better believe I tapped in with you and, 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 and you validated <laughs> a lot of ideas and. Wow. And perspectives when it came to this this thing. That's great, man. That, that's amazing. And my biggest mission really is to help create researchers. And I'm glad you said that word in that research, mm-hmm. because you know, um, if you listen to something that resonates with you from somebody else, that's phenomenal. A lot of mm-hmm. us will resonate with information that's being told by, you know, anybody, depending on how we feel about what they're saying. Yeah. But when you say, "Okay, this resonated with me," now. Let's go do the hard part. Let's go research this information to make sure it's in full alignment mm-hmm. with as close to the accuracy or the truth or what we believe should be truth as, as possible. And sometimes going to that research will will give you uh, information that will actually not validate or will validate. And you mm-hmm. then you have to be strong enough to realize that something that you grasped onto so hard might not be as factual and you may then lead you lead you into new information that may you may find some more factual information about it or something that maybe resonates even better uh you know so it's pretty it's it's pretty um it shows me like your character and it shows me how courageous you are mm-hmm. because it takes a courageous person to break down old belief systems and unlock that programming code and then reestablish or reinstall new programming code based off a of completely new information uh, you know, so yeah, it tells me how courageous you really are, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, no, it, it, it definitely uh, putting yourself out there. It, it, it yeah. definitely means, you know, it, it, it takes a lot of, uh, I guess, uh, the pursuit for self knowledge. You know what I mean? Right. I mean, like, right. like, and a lot of times I go, I go by my gut. I mean, what mm-hmm. I do and, and and what's built my career has yeah. always been been in in the space of believing what comes from me. You feel yeah. me? Like, right. like I create, I put words together. Mm-hmm. out of nowhere and make songs, you know, yeah. And, <laughs> yeah. and, and, and there comes, there has to be some, some type of level of, of self-trust in that. Mm-hmm. So I'd say my gut feeling hadn't always been in connection with the, the belief of, 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 mm-hmm. of, uh, of religion, but mm-hmm. I've always known that there was a higher power or there was mm-hmm. some kind of order. And yeah. 
my life from there just kind of led me to try to discover that power that mm-hmm. kept us all together and and and, yeah. and that uh that Akashic records mm-hmm. that uh, that comes through and and, and 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 drops knowledge on all of us at, at yeah. one point or another, you know? Yeah, for real. I mean, I live by that, man. That's I live I live by like you live by the downloads. I live by the downloads, you know what I mean? Mm, you know, yeah, that's good. Yeah. Even that's today, good. you know, I have this group, this private group on my United 99 social media platform where I go in every day and I drop these. Uh, what I'm going to be putting on the stock market, my, you know, my trades for the day so people can decide whether to follow me or not in terms of what I'm trading. And, nice. and it's very successful. Today, I got the download that today just wasn't a day, you know. Like mm, I didn't good. even enter the market today based off of that download. And then I went in my group and dropped guys. I'm taking a day off. No trading today. It's not going to be a good day on the market for me. I got the information already. It came to me already that today wasn't the day. And I'm a very positive, upbeat person, but I also have intuition. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm, 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 and so, sure. I, I, yeah, I learned to follow that intuition before I would ignore it, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, and so sometimes we can let the ego get away. Nah, I beat on the chest. No, I'm good. I know what I'm doing. I'm, I'm a pro at this, blah, 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 blah. And you can get in there and you can lose a lot of money. And then I got other people relying on me. They're going to lose money, too. Yeah. Uh, and so it's not a fear thing either because I've been my track record for the last two weeks has been phenomenal since I started the group. I haven't missed one day in terms nice. of everybody hitting. Yeah. But today I got that download and that's when it was like, hmm, mm-hmm. what is this? I had to sit back and analyze it for a minute. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And just digest it. And then I looked at the market. I looked at some stocks. And I noticed that they weren't moving. My typical go to's weren't moving. They were very, they were moving very, very slow. They were ticking very slow. Normally, they're momentum movers. Mm-hmm. And I was like, mm-hmm. "Wow, this one's barely moving. That one's barely moving. The market's open now." Mm-hmm. And I'm going, "You know what? That's a sign, man. This, this intuition, this download, this is the real deal." So sometimes we have to listen to these downloads. It could be about anything. It could be about going somewhere in your vehicle. It could be about making a business decision. It could be about whatever it could be. You know, writing a song, getting ideas mm-hmm. on how to put lyrics together or the concept, whatever it is. We have to learn, you know, us as a people, we have to learn more about listening to those downloads, di- mm-hmm. discerning them when they come in and not just dismissing them and mm-hmm. realizing that these ideas and concepts are coming from a field of energetic energy where every thought that was already thunk already exists. And, mm-hmm. and most of them are just really gifts to us, you know? Mm. Isn't it funny how, um, I guess, when, when and, and not to get too deep, because I know so, a lot of people are really passionate about religion, but mm-hmm. isn't it funny how, religion kind of disembowels the idea of self-trust sometimes and it filters the perspective to an entity outside of us that 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 places itself above us as opposed to trusting our intuition and our gut and and realizing that that entity uh, instills and gives us the power to create as well exactly no you hit it i couldn't have said it better than that that's perfect that's Mm. exactly what's been happening unfortunately and so we've been relinquishing our power to an outside source. Mm-hmm. And once you do that, you basically become victim to an energy vampire, a vampiric system mm-hmm. where it's sucking your energy out instead of you going internal and realizing the power that's already inside of you. Mm-hmm. And so these systems that have been put in place trick us into believing that we have no power at all. Mm-hmm. When the voice that you hear in your head is your own voice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mm-hmm. It has the illusion when you into these other systems and these other belief systems and structures, then what happens is the voice sounds like somebody else's voice. Mm-hmm. But when you mm-hmm. really become an adept initiate and you ascend consciously to the higher levels, that voice turns into your own voice. And you realize it's you talking to yourself. And why? Because 
you are God and God is you because mm-hmm. the same divine spark that created everything in the entire universe is inside of your body. Yes. You know, we're all part of the same one source. We're just different aspects of that one true uh, creator. So, incredible. And, you know, that, and so that's where we all got to be. And we switch to that mindset. Divide and conquer tactics fall away. Mm-hmm. You know, all politics and red left wing, right, right wing. And and I'm the chosen. We're God's chosen people. No, we're God's chosen. All that disappears. You know, mm-hmm. uh, this race and that race and all this other kind of stuff, all that falls away and disappears. And then we can truly become the human race. And from that point, we can elevate as a species, a civilization on the planet and become what we're truly intended to be super conscious beings, you know, so and we'll, we'll and we'll get there for sure. I'm, I'm sure we will, man. You know, uh, you I mean, you're more you're evidence of it, you know, in terms of I'm evidence of it. Mm-hmm. And, and we're, we've broken through the code of the matrix and we're now exploring other information, other options without the fear in our hearts, because mm-hmm. of what the religion does, it keeps that fear in you mm-hmm. to where. You don't you're afraid to test this out. I'm afraid to go meditate because I might get cast into a lake of fire and all these mm-hmm. concepts that have been kind of really uh, ingrained in this through epigenetic memories, as well as, you know, being taught by our our, our parents and so forth. You know, so uh, quick question. So what do you think about that in the sense of like on, on this plane called Earth? Right. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. since, since we're in this in this space of conversation, mm-hmm. can can one person create a a, a a a vortex or or a vibration that multiple people can feed into in that sense in a sense like i mean say you know what uh there's a plant or something right and one yeah. person empowers that plant to be the most mythical whatever plant on mm-hmm. earth right and then yeah. everyone pays attention to that thing mm-hmm. is it safe to say that human beings can can devote their vibration or their energy life force to that thing that that, that that they pay attention to. And I say that mm-hmm. in reference to religion mm-hmm. uh, uh, in, in context to like giving our power or our, our, our energy yeah. to this idea and right. these constructs and then, uh, you know, breaking down our, 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 our you know, yeah. Yeah, vibration in that way. It's so true. Whatever you give your energy to is going to, uh, it's going to manifest in different ways. That, that mm-hmm. object, that thing, that concept, no matter where you send your energy, you can send your energy into the uh, etherical consciousness platform where you're focusing on an exterior entity that's uh, ethereal, multidimensional, whatever you want to call it. And that's going to take your energy. It's going to take it. Mm. You can send your energy into, like you say, a plant. You can talk to a plant. You can focus on a plant. You can love a plant or and that plant will thrive. Or you can give your energy to that plant in a negative frequency where you hate the plant and you talk to the plant negatively. You give bad vibes to the plant. You don't have to even say anything to it. You can stand next to it and think negative things about it, and it will not mm-hmm. thrive. It will die. It will wither and die. Mm-hmm. And so that is a good example of no matter where you put your energy, if you're putting your energy into trolls and haters on social media, they're eating your energy because you're transferring conscious mm-hmm. thoughts through your mobile device that goes to their device, and they actually get um, they get a, a sense of happiness out of it, joy out of it. Mm-hmm. And you even respond. They're just eating your energy through distance. So. Wow. Yeah, energy is, is 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 can bilocate. Distance is an illusion, and whatever you put your energy into, that thing is going, or that thing or that concept is going to take it. Mm-hmm. So it's best to put our energy into ourselves. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? By talking positive to ourselves, saying positive affirmations to ourselves, create our own internal vortex, reprogram mm-hmm. ourselves by speaking positive instead of saying, "Man, I can't do this. I can do this, and I'm going to figure it out." redirecting the way that we think flipping a switch and thinking differently about things will create a different paradigm for us every single time. You know, Mm -hmm, I mm -hmm. suck. 
I'm not that good at this, but I'm going to find somebody to help me. All these, just a little, a little tweak will turn everything around. Mm-hmm. And if you're a person that is uh, walking in positive mindset, walking in a high vibrational frequency, because why? Because you're thinking positive. You have unconditional love for other people. Uh, you're mm-hmm. blessing people. Even if you don't say that a lot, you're blessing people. Somebody does something wrong. Somebody cuts you off in traffic. You bless that person. Say, man, I hope they, I hope they make it to their destination safely. You know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. when you walk into a room and you have that kind of power welled up inside of you from all that positivity and people who could be in there with low vibrations, you can actually raise their vibration because our bio fields from just generated from our heart chakra literally extends out eight to 10 feet. And when you Amazing. walk through a room of people with low vibrations, you can raise their vibration because yours is higher and yours is stronger when you interact with them without saying a word, you know? Oh, yeah. Trust me. I mean, I, I, I witness that all the time because, like mm-hmm. I said, coming from uh, uh, Compton myself, mm-hmm. um, you know, you, you, I, go, I go back to some environments to where it's not the most favorable. Yeah. Um, and, and, and for, for me, you know, I mean, it's, fa- it, it's family, it's old friends, it's things like that. And, and, and I've given some of the information that I've learned from life experience and also my spiritual studies to, to, to people, but sometimes they falter because they're trapped in that circumstance, yeah. you know, so it permeates within their life and it, and mm-hmm. it's kind of like turns over. So, um, being just that example, when I come around for holidays or when I come mm-hmm. around just to visit, and yeah. really feeling that change in the room and that change mm-hmm. in the environment from my perspective and also preparing myself for, for, for those environments sometimes when I know that yeah. there are some, some conflicting energies uh, in, in those spaces as well. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, that's, yeah. that's one of my passions, though, man, is to give our people the knowledge mm-hmm. and, and, and the power to, to, to uh, invoke a, a higher self. And themselves, yeah. you know, and themselves as well, you know, the, mm-hmm. the freedom, because it's so funny that when, when you break it down and you get into the space of spirituality, as opposed to religion or dogma or any of those things, you yeah. start to realize how simplistic it is, you know, mm-hmm. and, and, and we're all just on like a rat wheel. It's like when, yeah. when, when I was living in that space of, of, of fear and, 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 and just like not questioning things, mm-hmm. um, I didn't realize you know, how simplistic it was going to be once I got over the fear of stepping forward and trying Mm -hmm. to find knowledge, you know? Yeah. Yeah. You're right. And it's just really taking that first step. It's that Mm -hmm. first step that you're breaking out of that fear mode because the fear is extremely strong in all religions. The fear is that you're going to suffer for eternity. Mm -hmm. And so what you find in religious systems is people are pretending to be in love with the deity. And I do mean mm-hmm. pretending. And the reason why I say that is because they've convinced themselves that they love this deity. But the true mm-hmm. reason why they're involved in that particular religion is because they're afraid of eternal damnation. Mm-hmm. And so fear and love don't go together. So you're afraid of this lake of fire. You're afraid of this eternal damnation. And so you're doing this for self-preservation purposes. Mm-hmm. That's the real reason why you're doing this. Now, let's mm-hmm. get down to the nitty gritty. The true real reason is self-preservation at the end of the day. And uh, and so once somebody realizes this is really all about fear, this is all about threats. Uh, you know, if I don't do this right, if I don't do that right, if I'm just not good enough, I might not make it, supposedly. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so that is living. That kind of fear will actually kill you. It creates disease, dis-ease in the body. Mm-hmm. It causes you to latch on to things like, uh, you know, overeating, uh, abuse, taking drugs, all those things. That fear has been a detriment to a lot of people. That fear of eternal damnation created people, turned people into mm-hmm. alcoholics and everything else. 
And so um, it's really interesting to, that I've been able to sit back and watch from a higher dimension of thought and just realize and analyze exactly what's going on. And then when I talk to my spiritual friends, it's just so easy going, so light, mm-hmm. so happy. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's just so, sure. so caring. So just, the, the heart is full of joy and, and fun and always looking to laugh and be great mm-hmm. uh, versus this panic that's always going on. Oh, no, no, don't do that. Oh, no, no, don't say that. And then if you but then the other flip side of that coin is if they do something wrong, we can blame it on this this evil entity. And if we if you we just got to tell the other entity, oh, we're, my bad. And then we're good to go again. You know, this no accountability, no, no accountability. It's just like yeah, yeah. I don't got to take it. I don't got to take accountability for nothing I do. I could just do whatever I want and I could blame it on one entity and, and tell the other entity my bad. And so the problem <laughs> that we had with that is I, I, a real situation that I ran into. Mm-hmm. Is there's a college, there's a school down here, a Christian school, mm-hmm. and uh, it, it's a big it's a big school, it's a big one, it's a big church and school together. I'm not gonna name their name, but in the news, the pastor had raped one of the girls at this at this uh, school church church slash school. It's a huge facility. Now, this girl is growing up not wanting to believe in any of this religious stuff, not wanting to go to any churches because of PTSD not wanting to be involved in any of the, uh, you know, the, the system, the religious system practices. Meanwhile, you know, she's because she's not doing that, the Christians see her as that she's going to uh, burn in the lake of fire, eternal damnation, because she's not going to take Jesus oh, wow. as a Lord and Savior, and she's not going to go to church anymore and all this other kind of stuff. Meanwhile, the pastor who has created this horrific, egregious act against this child and destroyed her entire life, he can just say, hey, you know, hey, forgive me for my sins. And he can now go live in heaven and walk the gold streets and with God and all this other kind of stuff. You see, that doesn't make any it doesn't make any logical sense whatsoever that you can abuse somebody and that person can be mentally and uh, physically destroyed. And you can just say, oh, my bad. And then you can go. Uh, so it's really you can see that this was written by men. Number one. <laughs> OK, it's written by men. Human beings wrote this information, not any spiritual entity whatsoever. And it's really um, brainwashed us into not taking, uh, you know, accountability of our own actions. Yep. Could, 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 could you give like an outline on, on, on what the actual entity is in, 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 in I guess, a short term? form yeah. in the sense um that 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 is all loving and that that is you know yeah. the right. the i guess the duality of 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 this vibration that kind of floats around us like like mm-hmm. what what is god you know yeah and, we have, and also well, what is the afterlife yeah. you know in the sense of like yeah. that thing that we're all scared to step away from religion and, and, and trust ourselves uh, right. uh, uh from for um, yeah well you know that's a good question the, the first thing we have to understand is that this universe is filled with a divine consciousness. This divine consciousness, it runs, it permeates everything, but also it permeates us with yin and yang. You have good and you have evil. It's this cycle that runs throughout this entire universe, and there's no way to get rid of the evil. You can't eliminate evil. What you can do is you can control it. So what I focus on, I don't focus, focus on teaching people how to fight evil. I focus on teaching people how to control evil because you can't get rid of evil. Okay. And the God or the, the creator, whatever the person want to call it, is on, in my opinion, is on the outside of the universe. Okay, so the universe itself is filled with this divine consciousness. It's running on a fractal holographic program. It's a program. We've now 
proven that through science. It's we're living inside oh, of a fractal holographic matrix that has the, that's that's being powered by divine energy. Mm-hmm. Now the creator is on the outside of this, and there is really truly a creator because the mathematics proves that we're living in a creation. Mm-hmm. And this creation is the epitome of love, epitome of unconditional love, I should say, and all knowing, and also eternal. And so the part of people focusing and worrying about, you know, what happens when they die, you are, you are already eternal and you have already been eternal, you know? And so when people start realizing that this is just a stop through where your consciousness has been encapsulated temporally, not time, not temporarily, but temporally time captured, time captured into this avatar body for a period through the through three methods that's used to capture your frequency and hold it here. Mm. And that is your neurocorrelates of consciousness. Those are three giant neurons that wrap around the inside of the skull that look like a brain of thorns on a CAT scan. Sound familiar? Crown mm. of thorns. Mm. Your, your claustrum and your magnetite crystals that are in your brain. Those three things help to encapsulate and house the frequency that's being emitted from higher dimensions to avatar to animate this avatar body. And that's how that's how it basically works. Yeah. 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 You know, and so amazing people need to understand even the avatar body itself is is uh, 13.8 billion years old now, wherever the universe ages, because the atoms that make up this body were, have been here since the very beginning of the universe. <laughs> so even that's super duper duper ancient. And now we discovered that each atom can store data. And, and of course, we know that DNA can store data, digital data. So all the information from the beginning of time until today is stored in every single human person's body. Incredible. Just waiting to be decoded. So we're already infinite. We're already eternal. We have incredibly super aged bodies because all atoms are simply being recycled since the beginning of time. And uh, and we have this divine energy, which is multidimensional and eternal, filling and housing and animating this avatar body. This is a stop through for us to take a look and uh, an observation and send data back to source of what it's like to be in the third dimension. Mm-hmm. What can we glean? What can we, what can we learn from this individual perspective? Even though individuality is an illusion, I'm a different frequency tuned in from the same source. I'm 99.1, you're 99.2, for example. And we're mm-hmm. both transmitting our perspectives back to source and source is then taking this data, this information from all uh, all sentient consciousness from around the entire universe and analyzing what it means to be a third dimensional being. And mm-hmm. to me, that's what I think it actually is. And I think that when you die from this third dimension, you actually wake up. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Um, and, and, and I heard, I, I forget where I got this, this practice, uh, this idea from, but um, how that, that consciousness has broken itself down and every single type of form in this plane. This dimension is the yeah. only dimension where things can live and breathe within a vessel mm-hmm. as opposed to a, a formless uh, uh, entity, right? So, I yeah. mean, I guess uh, from every rodent to every animal to every human being, consciousness mm-hmm. is living and, and, and creating itself through the eyes of breathing uh, yeah. uh, uh, creations, uh, you know? So that gives me the beauty uh, uh, of it all as well. It, it, it pollinates the idea of this kind of like mechanical, I guess, uh, 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 concept of 
yeah. a, an entity comes into something and then it just walks around and observes things. But there, there's also a beauty and a poetry to it in right. the sense that everything is coexisting in this plane and this plane allows every version of, 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 of living and breathing and, and experience exactly. to observe and co-create. And then we go back to source and, and, and we report to source this thing that also wants to learn from us and respects yeah. us and, and, and honors us as well. Mm-hmm. And, and it's kind of a collective experience. Yeah. Yeah. That's that. You hit it right on the head, man. That's exactly yeah. what's happening. I found even a deeper level of this consciousness too, as well. When I really looked in the double slit experiment in quantum physics and saw how, when you observe the particles being shot off in this little box, they had this little tiny microscopic box with two tiny slits and they were shooting photons through slits and also shooting individual electrons through slits and trying to see what they would create on the back wall. Would it create a digital pattern or a wave pattern? They found that when, you, when you're not looking in the box at the time that you're shooting these individual particles, the particles create a wave pattern, which means that particles only exist as waves of potential. They're not solid when you're not looking at them. There's nothing solid. It's only solid when you look at it, when you collapse. Consciousness collapses into solid matter. But when they were looking at it, when they put a tiny camera in there to, t- to see what was going on, the particles behaved like particles and created a digital pattern on the wall inside this little box. So what they came to the conclusion was, that this has been replicated multiple times, this experiment, is that everything exists as waves of light until a conscious observer collapses it into solid matter. And But it also proves that light and electrons, which is also a form of light, are conscious. And since everything, every atom has electrons orbiting it and photons permeate the universe, everything is conscious. Even a blade of grass has consciousness imbued into it. Mm. And so now I've come to the conclusion that everything is conscious and everything is transmitting information. It can even be this cell phone case is conscious. Why? We didn't make this cell phone case. Mm-hmm. Cell phone cases are made out of an- atoms, and these atoms have been here for billions of years. What we mm. did was we stacked these atoms in a particular format like Legos, but the atoms themselves were already here. That's mm. how we made this case. We didn't make it. We just built it from existing in, uh, existing atoms. And these atoms have electrons, and these electrons are conscious. So now I'm learning. It's even deeper than that. Everything is conscious. And if, really, mm. if people really understood the depth of what that meant, you would treat everything with dignity, everything with respect. You take care of your clothes. You take care of your, your cars, your supplies, your book bag. Whatever it is, anything that you own, anything that's considered to be man-made, you take extreme care for it. Because why? Because you know that it's conscious. And it's, you know? it's funny that you say that because if everything is consci- consciousness, it's almost like, you know, those superhero suits that kind of conform to your body once you put them on. I think it's <laughs> funny because once we buy these objects, like I bought, I bought this jacket or these glasses or whatever, right. and, and it, with the idea that if I'm tired, I might have to put the glasses on to look fly on camera. You feel Right, me? right, right. Yeah, <laughs> but exactly. the thing is, when these glasses are off me and, and people yeah. that are around me consistently, mm. uh, they see the glasses and they identify them with me. So yeah. the consciousness in these objects that we acquire mm-hmm. end up connecting to our structure and, and yeah. we, we also it's i guess it's kind of a song and dance with us so i mean mm. i guess that kind of validates what you're saying as well yeah. i mean and, and on a, on a more vast level right. um i guess the whole world is doing the same thing kind of mm. uh this marriage between the grass uh and in the, the air do you would you say this 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 question just uh thought crossed my mind mm. so the idea of spirituality in context to like say um 
Aboriginal people mm. or, 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 or uh, Native Americans or uh, things like that, how they have this, uh, this um, relationship with nature, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So would you say like how you can predict the wind or you can like, like is, is, that, poss- is that a possibility in context of this conversation in the sense yeah. that everything is cooperative on, on earth? And if we're yeah. in, a, in the purest space as human beings, Mm-hmm. We can reach this the, the, this the level to where we can communicate with animals, or we can mm-hmm. k- kind of yeah. uh, communicate with nature as well. Would would you say that 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 could be a projected future for us if we if we we clean our our vibrations up, or you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? We, we oh, step yeah. away from dogma and ba- and back right. into this c- concept of unity yeah. and understanding that everything on Earth uh, is co-creating and 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 and, and has a consciousness. Right. Yeah, no, absolutely. One thousand percent. Our ancestors that were here that we found the bones for on this planet all over the place, not Homo sapiens sapiens prior to 200,000 years ago, our ancestors, they were more super conscious than us. Mm-hmm. They had bigger skulls. They had bigger brains. They most likely then had bigger pineal glands. We know based on the uh, the locations of the remains that they had known how to navigate the planet. And we also now know that they use the magnetite crystals in their brains. We we have billions of magnetite crystals in our brains, but we don't sense magnetic fields like we're supposed to. Although when we put a person into a magnetic room with a giant magnet and moved it around, we we were able to detect that their brain was sensing the, the movement of the field. But we've been disconnected from even sensing the movement of the field. We should be able to navigate like birds flocking south for the winter, how turtles come back and nest in the yes. same beach where they were born. All that should be natural abilities for us, uh, telekinesis, psychic abilities. All that stuff is supposed to be standard stuff. Now, something did happen to us where we were. We did have DNA disconnected about 200,000 years ago uh, when these Atlantean people, according to the Sumerian tablets, not according to me, according to Sumerian tablets, genetically manipulated an existing hominid, which allowed us to prosper being homo sapiens sapiens. So we do have some disconnected nodes, but I see now that moving forward as human beings are becoming more conscious, a lot of these gifts are going to be coming back. We're starting to see these indigo kids popping up all of a sudden now as well. Mm -hmm. Special talents, kind of functioning savants where people's talents and their true abilities are starting to showcase themselves even more. We do have the Qigong masters that know how to move the energy. We have the Reiki healers. But going forward into the future and as we get more grounded back into nature and get more grounded with nature, we're going to start to see again, uh, as people become more conscious and drop the dogma and move into spirituality, we're going to see these things become standard. Psychic abilities, telekinesis. We're going to see uh, people being able to uh, to heal with their hands. All this is through energy. Mm-hmm. It's not magic. It's all mm-hmm. energy, you know, and, mm-hmm. and all the things that we should be able to do, sensing magnetic fields, uh, sensing when like uh, sea, uh, sea walruses and like uh, sea lions. They can detect when the tsunami is coming long before it arrives at the beach or wherever they're perched on the red rocks they're perched on. They leave a day before sometimes. They know it's mm-hmm. coming. That should be the same abilities that we have as well. All that will be coming back as we elevate and continue to grow into a higher level and really understanding our multi-dimensional consciousness will really re-evolve back into what we used to be and regain that in probably an upcoming golden age on this planet. And it's so funny because animals can validate that idea of, of, of what people would call fiction or fantasy. Yeah. In a sense, like like you just said it, like like the, mm-hmm. the fact that birds can fly, the fact the fact that 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 they there are they they can vibrationally sense things coming, 
or even the yeah. sense of like when you're in a car and you pull up next to someone and you can feel them staring at you and you realize they do yeah. or you think right. of someone and they call you. So uh-huh. these are just minor my, minor instincts of yeah. the, the supernatural abilities that we have. But right. I mean, I, I believe that we're so disconnected through through some of the foods we eat, mm-hmm. through through some of the practice that practices that we study and, and we yeah. live through. And, and it's just so funny. I mean, I, I, I could feel it now and the times mm-hmm. that we're in. Yeah. It feels like chaos to, pe- to to everyone around, but I but but for me, I feel like it's a rebirth mm-hmm. in the sense that a lot of constructs are falling apart, and a lot of mm-hmm. ideas that have mm-hmm. been holding us together uh, ha- have fallen away. So mm-hmm. it feels scary because these things that we trusted are are are, are, are disassembled. So we're in yeah. this space of of, of 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 wonder and and freedom. And freedom ain't always comfortable, you know? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, you hit it right on the head, man. You know, we've uh, we've been breaking down paradigms, literally. You know, it's like that scene in The Matrix where Neo wakes up in the artificial womb and he's got he's connected to these mm. tubes and he, he's looking out and he's seeing all these people still plugged in and then he's flushed out. But eventually he makes it to Zion where there's also other people there is waking up uh and even with some sometimes people wake up and they think like they're the only one and then begin to realize oh wow there's a lot of us you know mm-hmm. and so it's a gradual process i've seen this thing go from when i was a kid in the 1970s hiding in the bushes talking about aliens to a friend of mine mm-hmm. and then you know eventually trading vhs tapes with conspiracies on them then cassette tapes then so dvds <laughs> Then, then you know, then uh, websites and blogs and so forth. Now, social media. Now, even TV. I'm on TV talking about UFOs and aliens now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. Yeah. So it's gradually, it's like a stock chart with a stock that's just climbing, you know, over time, very mm-hmm. slowly, uh, which is good. It's good to see that this is happening, man. And the epitome of me realizing this is when I went to, in 2019, I went to speak at St. Francis College in Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. And when I got there, it was filled with over 500 people standing room only. And I would say about 90% African-American audience came yes. to hear me talk about this spirituality stuff. And I was like, what? They want to hear this? <laughs> Do they know what I'm talking about today? So I was like, wow, that that like showed me, okay, I'm on the right track because mm-hmm. it's all about freeing minds. And and we're the ones that have the, the most locked down minds because we're just coming out of this 400 years. And it's going to take 15 to 20 generations to clean that out of our epigenetics. Mm-hmm. You know, so I'm just happy to be one of the people that's helping to start that clean out process and that rebuilding the mind process, you know. Mm-hmm. Sure. And, th- and th- that's the thing uh, uh, to piggyback on that. I- I- I'm really, really excited that we have been trusted by 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 the entity called God or, or, or the most yeah. high to yeah. to do this, because, I mean, you know, your spirit, you can you can tell that you're, you're not living through ego. You're not functioning through this space of of, of, of selfishness, mm-hmm. but to give. And and I stay, I, I live through that space as well. Um, and and it's it's incredible. Like I, for me, I try my best to stay as pure as possible, pure intended. Yeah. And I right. try to keep the, the anything that's kind of kind of driven in pollution or our our, our, dark, our dark perspective out of my out of my my vortex because yeah. I realize that any word that I create mm-hmm. uh, that, that 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 I create into song has the vibrational signature. Yeah. of what comes through my existence and through my body. Right. You know? Yeah. So yeah. when I, even when I write a song and I give it to someone, like mm-hmm. it's funny, funny enough, um, 
a friend of mine. Uh, he's he's a uh, uh, he, well, he he was a professional basketball player, mm-hmm. um, and then he went overseas, mm-hmm. and um, he, he's he's doing pretty well for himself. Uh, um, the Chris Brown song "Heartbreak on the Full Moon." Yeah. Before I met him, it was one of his favorite songs, hmm. and he told me he, he he even has the 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 logo from the album painted on his wall. Wow. Funny enough, um, but he told me that 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 song brought him through through some dark spaces, and also yeah. helped him bridge his relationship hmm. his, his uh, with, with his girl. So it's wow. funny, you know, you, you start to realize like. Yeah, it, you know, I had a cold collaborator in that, but I mean, those words, you know, for that for the song, I I wrote. But when Chris yeah. Brown came along and and gave it that validity through his power and through his right. his, his, his uh, abilities, mm-hmm. um, it, it it reached people and and yeah. it, and it and it changed a lot some people's lives, you know. Yeah. So right. me understanding that responsibility of creating song and being able mm-hmm. to give people these 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 words, but then also taking it a step further and realizing that it's not just about the human concept of these words and these letters pl- placed together into words, mm-hmm. but it's the vibration of my existence yeah. uh, while creating that thing, you know? Right. Um, now I'm about to step into the whole thing of, of, of artistry myself, and I'm going to start singing these songs that I write. Mm-hmm. So I'm taking it really, really serious, you know, mm-hmm. in the sense nice. of preparing myself almost in this, what some would call priesthood, you know, yeah. right. in the sense of, 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 of being able to, to to change people's lives and give them perspective because it's like I said it's not just about the words I know I, I, I yeah. saw some studies about the low vibratory uh, energy mm-hmm. that's in in eight oh eights and in, in certain drum frequencies and and, and stuff mm-hmm. like that so I, I I also connect that to mm. um, lyrics as well you know the yeah. charge on certain words and what words mean mm-hmm. and also uh, the idea of just like I said me as an entity me as a person mm-hmm. formulating words into song. And yeah. what my my essence or my energies in while I record, mm-hmm. and every time I, rec- I every time I perform that song, that frequency yeah. is coming from this this vessel that that that's been placed on this earth, and I right. take it that serious, you know. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm not just moving aimlessly in in, in mm-hmm. this idea. It's it's funny because you think of a. Uh, it's like, I, I, you know, being in the industry, I, I go to a lot of sessions and sometimes I go into yeah. these sessions with rappers or, 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 or people that kind of lean in, the, in, in that, that zone of things. Mm-hmm. And they don't even realize it's like, you know, you're going to bring some 1942 or some Casamigos in the room yeah. and then you're going to bring a bunch of uh, uh, females that are, that are ready to risk it all in the room. This <laughs> is an energy that you're putting into the song that you're creating. Yeah. And then yeah. that energy is being pack- packaged up and sold to people. And I'm not saying it's good or bad because either yeah. vibration uh, uh, is necessary on earth. Like you said, there's right. not necessarily, you know, it's all a duality thing, mm-hmm. but I think we should be cognizant of the fact that we are cultivating energies yeah. and it's almost kind of like it's magic. You it know, is. music is magic. So yeah, it is. Yeah. It's one of the most powerful sources of magic in the universe, mm-hmm. you know, literally. You know, I realized that. That's why I got into music, because I wanted to find a way to reach the younger generation. And I realized that the first thing you listen to is the beat. So if you can get if I can get good trap beats, mm-hmm. then I know that they're going to want to hear the beat. The next thing is the the hook. If the hook sounds good and dope, they're going to want to start, re, you know, singing the hook. Mm-hmm. And then the words come after. And if I can get artists on there that don't sound like they're preaching, but sounds like it's really you know, good bars, but doesn't sound like conscious stuff, but it just sounds really good and interesting. Eventually they'll learn the words. And when they learn the words, they're going to research what's being said. Then they're going to be like, Oh man, that's what this is about. You know, mm-hmm. I kind of backwards engineered it. And, um, cause you know, in bars and the reason why I chose rap mostly is because you can put more information 
onto one track than you mm-hmm. can singing. You know, singing, mm-hmm. you might get eight bars and rap, you can get, you know, 16, you can get 32, you get, you know, you know, you get a lot of information on, mm-hmm. on, on a song. So it's powerful, man. And uh, if you're going into it with that mindset and that kind of care for consciousness, I, I can only imagine what you're going to be able to produce and what you're going to be able to do, because what people don't realize the same energy it takes to put out a track that has all this negative energy and, and this dark magic into it. You can use the same energy to put something out that's positive and has the light and the power in it and empower people. And the music, the beat will be the same exact beat, mm-hmm. but the, the the energy and the consciousness and the lyrics behind it will flip somebody up or take somebody down. Mm-hmm. You know? mm-hmm. And it both Beautiful. can be hit. Both can hit. Both can go on billboard. You know, you, you know, what's funny. It, it, it's funny because I've, I've tested this thing out in the sense yeah. of like I've set with artists. Right. So there's, mm-hmm. there's this uh, this uh, artist named uh, Amber Riley. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, she was on the show Glee and she's okay. done a few few different things from there. Um, mm-hmm. She was we, we sat down and we were trying to figure out a, a, a direction sonically and, mm-hmm. and, 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 and an energy that that made sense. And yeah. she's a curvy girl. Mm-hmm. And she also has a lot of confidence and a lot of power within herself. And she 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 feels like a lot of women that I know, you know. Mm-hmm. So I sat with her, and 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 and, and we're actually both from Compton, funny enough. So we both kind of have wow. that 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 understanding of of that environment. Mm-hmm. And I know I know that it takes a strong perspective, a big heart, and and, and a lot of courage to get out of that, right? Yeah. So I wrote a song called "Big Girl Energy," wow. right. And I gave it to I, we 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 wrote it together. I came up with the concept, and we kind of started to construct this whole thing mm-hmm. from her perspective. And I just kind of like guided it, and then kind of gave like the the, the premise of the whole kind of scope of it all. Mm-hmm. And funny, giving it to her and letting seeing it reach her followers, and then also seeing them validated through the comments, mm-hmm. it was incredible because it's like wow. you 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 guide this idea, and, and with, with this beautiful connotation connected to yeah. it, and then you give it to. Uh, an entity that speaks to that connotation or that vibration and then they mm-hmm. give it to their followers that are coming to them for yeah. that idea it's just phenomenal yeah. how much how much music can change the world and and mm-hmm. like i said i'm ready for that challenge one more uh, second example it's like um sitting around uh tiana taylor and, and mm-hmm. iman shumpert right mm-hmm. yeah. um i was around them in a few sessions and i i started to observe their relationship dynamic and how beautiful it was and how mm-hmm. they had a give and take between each other and mm-hmm. how he he allowed her room to to live and and, and speak and and, mm-hmm. and 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 they had their own perspectives and their own personalities yeah. but you know, they coexist. They found a way to coexist. Right. right, right. And in my wow. head, I would, you know, w- w- wake up love. I, I, I envisioned the idea, an idea of how they woke up together, you mm-hmm. know? And then I sat with Tiana and, and we kind of went back and forth with lyric melodies, mm-hmm. lyric and melodies. And, but, but in my mind, I had this scope on giving this beautiful couple that was in front of me yeah. a form or a structure to pollinate and, and create this idea of their mm-hmm. love and then give it to the community. And mm. and it happened. And funny enough, later on, when when it was recorded and it was done, I didn't even know she was pregnant. The wow. video she debuted her stomach, her 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 stomach with the baby, yeah. and it was beautiful to witness because I I had, I had helped helped them cultivate mm-hmm. this thing yeah. that 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 exhibited black love mm-hmm. and cooperation between two people that live in a, a, a completely separate life, but they yeah. uh, worked out how to make that function, mm. you know, between each yeah. other. So, I mean, just just the magic of music is so powerful and, and I'm up for the challenge.
challenge mm. of, you know, like I said, stepping into this place of, of, of doing my own music and yeah. showing my, my experience and being that pillar for the people that identify right. with me as well. So, yeah, no, that's yeah. phenomenal. That's so beautiful, man. And amazing. I remember that video too. So it was, it was phenomenal. The song is, is incredible. And so kind of really on that note, we're kind of a little running out of a little bit of time. So we want to tell people, how can they find you? How can they find your music or support you in any way? Um, Okay. So, so my home base, my hub would be Instagram, uh, Kes Cross, K-E-S. It's it's spelled exactly how it is here. Uh, K-E-S-K-R-O-S-S. Again, it's K-E-S-K-R-O-S-S. I'm going to be releasing music this, this year before the year's up. Um, rounding up uh, this body of work, and like mm-hmm. I said, I mean, I'm 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 here to change the world, man. Uh, uh, you know, right. I've already done a lot, and yeah. uh, you know, I'm, I'm ready to do this, and yeah. happy yeah. to collaborate with people like you, and and reference reference you, yeah. and, and come to you for for questions if you're open. You know, oh, yes, yeah. we we got a job here, you know, and, yeah. and, and I'm ready. Ready, hey, to man, do I it. see it. I see <laughs> that you're ready, man. I'm I'm excited about you. I'm excited for you. Yes, I'm looking sir. forward to supporting your work and, you know, and giving a helping hand and anything that I can do. And definitely we got to collaborate on something in the future. Let's do it, man. Easy. Yeah. All day. I'm, I'm ready. Yeah. Let's do it. Absolutely. We sure will. Hey guys, it's Kensington Cross. Follow him at Kes Cross on Instagram. Another amazing uh, episode of the Forbidden Knowledge podcast. Don't forget every Thursday at 8 p.m. Forbidden Knowledge. All right, Kes, we'll catch you later, man. All right. See you later, brother. All right. Peace. You are watching Forbidden Knowledge TV. This is Billy Carson with ForbiddenKnowledge.tv. Forbidden Knowledge TV has just reached its one-year anniversary. That's right, one year. And as a show of appreciation, we are giving all new subscribers a free 30-day trial of ForbiddenKnowledge.tv. That's 30 days to binge watch thousands of movies, documentaries, conferences, workshops, lectures, yoga classes, meditation courses, and so much more. So log on to ForbiddenKnowledge.tv from your computer or mobile device or get the Forbidden Knowledge TV app on Apple TV, Roku, Amazon, iTunes, or Google Play today and use coupon code 30 days free. That's coupon code 30 days free on ForbiddenKnowledge.tv today.